Hi, and welcome to the Authentic Audience Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Ritma. This is a marketing podcast like you haven't heard before. It's about real connections and honest conversations. Why am I here? To remind you that you can fly. If you're brave enough to listen to that calling inside you, I'm here to serve you and show you that marketing can and should be honest, that the truth sells and authenticity wins. So how can businesses and brands build a real and authentic audience? The Authentic Audience Podcast gives you insight into growing your business and marketing strategies to gain real followers and loyal customers. Each week, I create a space of radical honesty for thought leaders and entrepreneurs who have built successful businesses to share their insights on business, marketing, relationships, life, and spirituality. Each episode is sure to remind you the power of storytelling and truth selling. Get ready to get real, get raw, get honest, and keep growing. Hello and welcome to the Authentic Audience Podcast. My name is Clay Ritma, and I am joined here today by a very special guest. Uh, she is the co-founder of Authentic Audience. She is a marketing queen extraordinaire, and she also happens to be my wife. Uh, welcome to the show, Krista. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's lovely to, to have you here. We're doing a little switcheroo this week, and uh, I'm actually hosting uh, the Authentic Audience podcast for a change. So that's uh, always new and interesting. Um, we were just talking before about what we were going to talk about on this show, and we're like, hmm, maybe I should interview you. I mean, you are the other half of Authentic Audience, so it would make sense for you to to. <laughs> I, I actually, you know, it is called the Authentic Audience Podcast. So actually, I do have, you know, rights. That's what I'm uh, saying. You got to, rights. To um, so anyway, since this is my show, we're not going to do the chit chat intro. Uh, okay. We're just going to jump straight into it. So, Krista, I'd like to ask you, um, what is the biggest predictor of success when somebody comes to you? What is the biggest predictor of success other than mindset? Damn it. Because I know you're going to say mindset. So you want like a tactical, like, so should we assume this person has the right mindset? Because not everybody with like the right mindset is right. Going. Let's say, let's say, let's assume that they have the right mindset. Okay, let's say they, they have a good mindset. For the record, that is the most important predictor. Yes. yes, it is. So setting that aside, the most important predictor of success is... <laughs> So many things I'm thinking of are mindset related. So, I, got, I, I, I knew I had to say yeah. no mindset because I so knew that you would stumped be me. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, um, I knew I would. Now I have to do a long pause on my own show. <laughs> so thank you so much. Um, so I think one, um, is it a new, is it something new or is it like somebody coming to me that already has a product or offer that they've been working with? Because to me, if it's working organically, mm. um, even if you've only had one client and that mm. person has had a really amazing experience. So for me, happy customers is the most important thing. So that's if somebody usually finds me at a place where they already have something that they're looking to grow, that they have, maybe they feel they've exhausted their organic reach. Chances are they have not, but maybe they feel that way and they're ready for new leads. So they already have something that's working. So 
that is really fun for me to come in because if you have something that's already working and you have people who love it, raving fans, regulars, things like that, then the chances of escalating and scaling that to a new audience are much mm-hmm. greater because there's already like proof of concept. And there's so product, maybe product market fit. I was in just going to say, and there's product market fit because it, there's somebody who wants it. And that's what we talk about a lot is like, okay, this could be a really exciting idea. And so much of it can feel great, but then is there product market fit? Are there in fact people out there who want this thing, who can afford this thing? that we can then reach. And so if there's already people paying for the thing, even if it's on a super, super small scale, then we know that there's people out there who want it. And that makes for a really exciting new opportunity. I love that answer. Yeah. Something that's already working product market fit. Yeah. Um, So something that's already working, if you have not launched yet, then a good metric for success that I'm looking for is investment. So if it's brand new and we don't know product market fit, then it's going to require more data and we need to be able to invest in figuring things out and finding that data. So then like, honestly, a metric of success is people who book a call with me because I know that they have, like a true salesperson. I'm just saying when I see somebody on my calendar, I'm already like, okay, this person filled out my whole application has written to their dream client. Like, cause they've had to fill out my, my application, my questionnaire in great detail, they've paid. So they've not only psychologically committed, but they've financially committed. It's not a cheap session. So somebody who's willing to invest that in their own business is definitely a a metric of success. Again, you might say that that's mindset, but if somebody has booked the call, taken action to schedule, to pay, to take time thinking about these really important questions that I list, then at that point, by the time I get on the phone with them, like they're already successful, like they've already done the hard part and then they get on the phone and we just give them the strategy and, and it, and it wins. I love it. So the biggest predictor of success would be working with you in <laughs> essence, I think is what we can distill that down that for, is exactly uh, for, for our audience. So you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next thing that I wanted to ask you about, I'm like terrible interview. I'm just asking you random questions, but, um, what, tell me about list build. We got list build coming up. Okay. Um, So a great way to like set this up is for, to ask me the questions is you sort of answer or respond. Yeah, I know. I I know. Listen, listen, like respond. Just answer the question. I will, but just respond thoughtfully to what I said and be like, oh yeah, I think da, 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 or common misconceptions. So like throw it back. This is my show. So just answer the question. Okay. Um, um, tell me about list build. Well, list build was actually your idea. So why don't you tell us about list build? I guess I could. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, truly, this is something that you over two years ago now looked at me and said, in all seriousness, like this is a winning formula. This can transform people's businesses, lives, client relationships, bank accounts. We have to teach this. 
and we've been really slacking in launching our own content the last couple of years because we've been presented with some incredible client opportunities, which took front seat. And I do not regret at all because we basically learned how to crush this launch that we're now about to enter into. If you're listening to this on Thursday, it's day one of the launch. Um, by crushing it for all of our clients, it taught us like that this was possible. So, um, I don't regret it all, but it's been a long time coming to say the least. It has, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, um, about where it actually came from. And it was funny because our first program that we launched the authentic marketing program in 2018, um, we went into that, you know, it was our first ever one and we didn't really know like how to structure one or what to do. And it was one-on-one, not group. And it was successful in that we sold it out. Um, but it was, you know, fairly stressful for us, uh, cause we it had- was successful in the fact going back to my metric of success, happy clients, happy so clients, everyone who went through everyone it, who went through it had an amazing, was, so maybe yeah. I want to update my metric of success to happy clients and happy, um, business owner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> happy yeah, offer E yeah. of the person taking the offering because we crushed it but sacrificed sleep, our sanity, um, and a lot of other things along the way. So it was good though. We learned a lot. It was, we learned, we learned a ton. And what we ended up doing is actually launching, you know, these campaigns, like essentially what we're doing in list build. Um, we, we didn't go into that program planning to launch those things for people, but that's what it ended up that most people really needed is that was what they needed. You know, we, we and it was the most valuable. Yes, it was the most valuable. It's what the it's what our customers actually needed. Um yeah, it, it, and it ended up being really successful. Everyone that went through it um had like a game-changing experience. Like they really up-leveled their entire business. Like it was amazing to see the results that that people had. And so list build I feel like is the sort of gen 2 version two, where we really refined the method because we've done so many of them at this point. So we know exactly how to do it. Well, we launched authentic advertising or that's another offer, authentic marketing, um, without ever having done it, but with list build this, we've done this hundreds of times now. So I think that method, like it's actually a method, right? Where with it was authentic marketing. It's like, this is our first launch, like hold on tight, sold out. And we went above and beyond for every single person in the program because it was, you know, our first launch. And we just really wanted to make sure we had 10 really happy clients at the end of it. And they all were, but I think now it's like, okay, this is a method that actually works. So I'm a little more righteous in the fact that you got to show up. We're going to yeah, literally right. <laughs> hand you the tools and tell you what to do and it will work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It really you just will. have to do it. And, and before I was, I think less confident. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We were definitely less confident, but you know, I think during that program, it really, I think it comes back to your first point, actually, about talking, uh, you know, something that's already successful. It's like figuring out what your customers really want. So we had launched this thing, not even knowing what they needed. So we we're just like, hey, just give us, you know, this money and we're going to, 
you're going to be, we're going to figure out some way to make you happy, you know? And we ended up doing that basically. Um, yeah. Well, and, we say a lot, you have to sell them what they want and then give them what they give need. Them what they need. Yeah. So we sold them what they wanted and what we thought they needed. And <laughs> yeah. then we learned along the way what they actually need and were able to serve them in like a much I feel more like sustainable way because so many of these like courses or companies or I mean, there's a lot of games in town, you know, we're not the only one and they are all about the six figure launch or the one time this or the epic did it or like launcher dips launcher per. And I'm like, I'm about like, how about like, let's grow your business. Let's create like a sustainable way that after that first launch, you do five more, you know? And I think yeah. a lot of these launch strategists are really hyper-focused on the first one. And I'm thinking of two off the top of my head. That's like, okay, let's like, you know, exploit this email list to its fullest potential without, you know, for lack of a better word. And then, oh, we don't have a plan for launching in the future. What to do now with these people, how to nurture this list, how to care for it and how to like make it recurring revenue over and over and over again. And we see that, you know, all the time. So for me, I'm such like a big burst of energy kind of person, but I also really value the slow burn of a business and setting something up for somebody that can be automated and take care of itself over time. Yeah. I, I love that about what we offer. And I think it's, there's so much, you know, if you see some of this content out there that marketing people put out, some of it is just like very misleading and like, you know, sad. you'll, you'll see, you'll see people talking about how, you know, you're going to do like a hundred thousand dollar launch, like with just some strategy. Right. But it's like, a, there is no strategy. There is no strategy in the entire world that I know of that can take a totally unknown person with, with no audience, no followers, no, followers, no audience, and no, no email email list. And, and nothing and do them a hundred thousand dollar launch. I mean, I've never, I've never personally seen anyone successfully do that. I don't think it's possible. The only way you can do those crazy big launch, you know, like we did a hundred thousand, like remember our, we, we did one we, with, with our client where we had, you know, $400 in ad spend, right? $400 in ads. This is the screenshot you always see on the marketing ads. It'll be like right. $400 in ad spend made $80,000. We did and, that. And we did that. But guess what? The only reason we were able to do that is because they had a huge engaged audience that had, they had built trust with over a period of like literally decades. So they had just never run ads before. They had just never really tapped into it before. So we were able to come along and show them some techniques to tap into this sort of like value in their audience. And suddenly they were doing, you know, yeah, we did, we did $80,000 in sales off of $400 in ads. Yes. So I think the really key point here that I'm realizing is, can you do a hundred thousand dollar launch for your first time? Absolutely. If you have a dedicated and devoted email list right. and large following to sell to, then that's a hundred percent possible. But most people coming to us have a couple hundred, a couple thousand, even like 10, 20, 30,000, but you're not going to get a hundred thousand dollar launch out of that, nor should you want to for your first, you know, like I just feel when you 
are just launching something into the world without an email list, without a following, without warm leads, expecting to turn that into a six-figure launch feels really inauthentic for people to market and really sad because the truth is that isn't possible. And what is possible is building and spending that amount of money to build your email list, to build trust, to grow awareness, to increase engagement, to create an audience that you can then sell to. So that's what list build is all about. And we talk so much more than just growing your email list and list build. It's about social media presence. It's about organic. It's about all these different types of digital marketing strategies that will get you from that place of, I have no followers, I have no audience, but I have a killer offer and I've given it to some people and they love it. And I need to get this out there to, okay, now I have people that are really excited about my services, about my personal brand, about my offerings that I've been warming up, nurturing, loving on. And now we can create a $100,000 launch, which it takes a while and a lot of investment. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just so important for people to know the truth of like what marketing is and what it really does. And that's what I feel that we've tried to do as much as we can with authentic audience, which I think is cool because there is just so much, it's it's a hard thing to understand. Sometimes there's so much out there and so many different people doing so many different things. Um, so it's, I think it's what I love about the program is that you can just, you can take anyone you put it in this and you can see results. Like you can see success right away. Like you got a business. Great. This is for you, you know? And I think that's, what's so fun about it. And just, Also to empower people to really understand, like, I think a lot of agencies, I don't even think of us as an agency at all. I think a strategy firm kind of thing that also does a really great execution and, you know, agency type services, but I don't think of us like that. And I think oftentimes they're not really good stewards of the dollar. Whereas like we have a client right now who they've paid us in full right now. And we've been going back and forth for three weeks because I'm not confident that the page that we're driving traffic to is going to convert. So I don't want to spend their money until we can make some changes. And honestly, I think that there's so many people out there just taking people's money, running ads and saying, oh, look how many views or clicks you got. But what does that even mean? And how are we even going to measure that if there's no, no new people actually buying your offer, actually engaging with your content? So I won't even take somebody's money to run paid media if they're not ready. And Hey, guess what? We have like five offerings that are going to help you get ready. So it's really about meeting people where they are and empowering them that no matter where you are in your business, there is something we can do to support you. And more importantly, there's something you can do to support yourself. We're just going to help you understand where the best time of your, you know, the best use of your time, energy, money belongs. Mm, I love that. Yeah. I'm really excited for this offering. I'm really excited for people to, to do it. And already seeing so much success in the beta program has been really fun to watch. So I'm, yeah. yeah, I mean, so what list built is it's called list build Academy activate, and it's a six week series where we're basically going to help you craft a brand new, really high converting offer using our blueprint of how we create 
these offers for our clients that are going to help you grow your email list and then literally take you step step, step by step through the process of building the opt-in pages together using our done-for-you templates, writing the emails that go with your welcome sequence, nurture sequence with our like lead marketing queen that we've worked with for years who just crushes it, Griffin. And then having Krista help everybody once they launch. So I'm going to help them actually launch. What a concept. This brand new offer organically into the world. We're going to give you the social strategy to launch it and how to really crush that launch with the people who already know you. And then Krista Q, our absolute badass godsend who is new to authentic audience. And I talk about her all the time on here is going to help everybody actually boost and pay and create an ad for their very first paid post. So it's going to be amazing. It's like the most valuable thing I've ever created. It really is. I mean, and that's not even including all the templates, all the accountability. I want to do small lead pages. Oh my God. Like, oh yeah. You're free. We've partnered with Bob from lead pages. Who's coming Mm -hmm. on this podcast. Cause I'm so obsessed with lead pages. We love Bob and everyone's going to get a year there. It's just like done with you every step of the way. We're going to do live Q and A's each week, have a community thread. Like if you want to grow your business in a more sustainable way, it's really the answer. I mean, no matter the industry, really your email list, it's currency. It's currency. It's It's the most, I really do think for anybody listening to this, if you're considering what or not to do, list bill with us. I, I really think you should do it. Uh, you're not going to regret it. Uh, it really does work. We've watched it transform people's business, their lives. Um, it's really been amazing to see what this little method can do for people. Um, it just, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's great. Love email marketing, mm-hmm. love authentic audience and love that I get to launch this, you know, this summer and fall, it's like the only thing I've been working on. So just feels really exciting. Trevor talked to me once about like holding the sacredness of the energy when he's creating a new album. And I feel like all of spring, summer, up until now, we've been like holding this energy in, like we've known exactly what it was going to be. We've known which weeks Krista was teaching, which weeks Griffin, like it's been like this produced thing that needs a sales page and needs a funnel and needs a back end. It needs Kajabi support and just so many pieces come together to make something like this possible. And now once people are listening to this, it's launch day, actually it's the morning after launch day and it's out there and it's available and you can join us. And like, now I almost feel like, like put it out and they will come. So now it's just like waiting, holding space for these people. And then creating this really sacred energy around this open cart time where my job is to really make sure that I do a really good job at earning the trust, providing the value so that the people who I created this for like feel resonance with that and sign up. And then after that, I actually get to teach it, which is the coolest thing. And it's the last thing I'm teaching in 2021, like a group program like this. And that's my favorite thing to do when I'm like in the container mode, it's all for that. You know, you have to warm everyone up. You have to earn the trust, you have to market. (laughs) And then I finally get to teach it. So we're almost there. 
almost there. Yeah. Well, uh, great. Well, let's wrap up talking about uh, list build and shift gears into some other random questions I have for you Okay. in no particular order. And let's go. Um, the what context. Is, <laughs> we're just jumping around, you know, just I like it. Um, what is the most surprising thing about you? The most surprising thing about me. Mm-hmm. Um, what are people often really, maybe that I'm so short. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think I have a really big personality. So then when people meet me in person, there's like, you know, I have this sort of like Instagram persona. So you don't really know that I'm like this short, um, person. He like dresses like a, you know, a 12 year old boy. Most of the time. I think you dress much better than a 12 year old boy. Thank you. For the record. Um, what is your favorite thing about business? My favorite thing about business is it feels like the intersection between like humanity, technology, creativity. It's like this really cool intersection of like creating wealth. Mm. And it's really exciting to me that we're alive in this time. And Lee talked about this on our podcast and the fact that small businesses like our own have a chance thanks to the technology, thanks to Zoom, honestly, um, thanks to these platforms. And it's really exciting to be in business right now. I just think that there's so many different niches within every industry and you really get to find the businesses and the people that you actually want to support and pay and work with. And instead of there just being one acupuncturist in town, for example, there's, you know, we live in Santa Cruz, there's so many. So I really get to find that one right for me. And, um, and it's really easy to do. I go on Google, I look on Yelp. I, you know, it's just, I mean, honestly, I love a lot of things about business and it took me a really long time to admit that, but I love growth. I love new energy. I love new money. I love just the energy and excitement around business. Um, there's a lot I don't like, but that's not, that wasn't the question. (laughs) Um, what is one thing about business that, you know, now, but you did not know a year ago? One thing I, I didn't know a year ago mm-hmm. um, or two years ago. Sure. Take, take two years if you want. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most people don't know what they're doing <laughs> and that's something that I've just learned about business. Like a lot of people, like most people don't have any idea what they're doing and we're all just do it. Like we're all just faking it till you make it, you know, like, I feel like we spend so much time focusing on our own persona and our own level of competence and how people are receiving us and like all this stuff. And we have our head down and we're working so hard. And we just assume that everyone around is like as competent and as able and as willing and honest as we are. And I think one thing that I've learned, and it's not to be like a bummer, but there's just, I'm less and less surprised when somebody just like doesn't do what they say 
or doesn't follow through or doesn't pay like in, and, and luckily when you, when I say this about business, I'm not talking about the people we do business with, but business in general, I just sort of thought was like a lot of really intelligent, creative, you know, I had this really like optimistic view of the people out there creating wealth. And I think I'm worthy of sitting at those tables, if not like more, if that makes sense. So I just feel like, I don't know, you tell me, but you know, what do you feel like? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's just like, nobody has it together. Yeah. Nobody has it together. Oh, I also have another one. Hmm. Um, money in your account doesn't always match your level of intelligence. Um, and I used to think everyone that had a lot of money was really smart. And I've learned this past year that you can have a ton of money. I mean, a ton and have no idea what you're talking about, but people listen to you and they take you more seriously just because you have all this money when really you're like not educated at all on the topic at hand or <laughs> even like qualified to talk right, about it. Right. Right. And it's that's, like that New Yorker card. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just interrupted you <laughs> to tell you a joke. That's the New Yorker cartoon that says, let me just interrupt your uh, experience with my confidence. Yes. <laughs> Which that, I just interrupted you to say that. That is. But isn't that, it, 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 that's it, right? That's it right there is that we're so concerned with ourselves. And when you take a step back and zoom out, you can kind of see the Leela. And Yeah. Also, I remembered my favorite thing about business, which is how deeply spiritual it actually mm -hmm. is. I love that. Um, one thing you didn't know about money a year ago that you know now. Money? Yeah. Um, that I didn't know about it. Well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you feel that you've I like, feel learned that I about actually, money? you know, knowing. Maybe nothing. I don't know. Well, I just feel like, you know, there's a difference between like conceptualizing and like intellectualizing something. And I think knowing sort of encompasses both. And I feel that a year ago with money, I, I knew there was a lot of it out there, but now I know there's a lot of it out there. And so my conceptual idea of money like I can actually conceptualize like what a lot of money feels like and looks like. And a year ago, I feel like it was just this intellectual idea of, oh, that's what it like must be like to live that life or feel that. And I'm not saying that because I recently came in on a ton of money. We have a lot of close relationships with people who have a lot of money and have spent a lot of time with them this past year. And my whole mindset of just what a lot of money even is has shifted. And I know that we were talking about this. I don't know. We were talking about this a while ago, but how, when we were in college, like 500 bucks was like, so, I mean, even a hundred bucks. I was going to say a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that you said so 500. much, you know, like if I worked at the bar and restaurant, I worked at and got like 60 bucks in tips. I was 
stoked. Mm -hmm. And that felt like a lot of money. And even in high school, you know, your allowance is $10, $20, or you get $10 an hour babysitting is what I got. And I would walk away with like 40 or 50 bucks. And that was so much money. And then in college, you know, it went up to like, okay, a hundred bucks, you know? And then after that, it was like paying rent. And if I had anything over my rent, then that was really awesome. And I would like splurge it. Like my, I had no concept of like investing or saving. It was just like really paycheck to paycheck. And then if I had anything above that, even if if it was $20, $40, a hundred, it was like so exciting. And I think that my idea of a lot of money has just expanded so much, especially because we've grown our team and what it takes to just keep all of us alive with a roof over our heads, um, food on the table, cars, insurance, you know, just like basic quality of life is so much like a year ago, even. And now I'm like, oh, we can totally do that. We can Mm -hmm. totally take care of them. So it's not stressful to me, the energy of money anymore. Mm. Yeah. I feel that it used to be much more stressful maybe for, I think for both of us, but for you. It's not like we've seen, I mean, our business is like happily, steadily growing, but we haven't seen like this massive anything. (laughs) It's just been my mindset. And not like we got any fuck you money. No, we don't have fuck you money yet. No. Um, and I just feel that we're doing, we're doing really well with what we have and we're living in our means and we're not like constantly trying to reach for the next thing financially. What's cool right now. Mm. You just came down the stairs in like a leopard print dress. So oh, the look, that's pretty cool. Ellie, so. My look, Ellie. Yeah. So I, I'm, that's why I'm asking you like, what's cool right now. Cause I feel like you always, you know, you're like very cool. You always know it's like cool happening. I don't feel like that's true at all. I think that's very true. Yeah. You, with the sayings and stuff. What's the tea. I mean, that's not cool. Et cetera. I'm not saying it's cool. I'm just saying you're like plugged in, hooked in more than I am. I feel like Gen Z is really cool right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah, I love Gen Z. Gen Z is really cool. They're setting a lot of really awesome Mm -hmm. trends. And I really enjoy the conversations that I have with this generation who until like yesterday was a child. And now they're not. They're these like real people that are, in many ways more evolved than I am. And so, um, I like to stay plugged in to what they're doing, what they're watching, um, from a business personal and spiritual sort of level. Um, I think that's really cool. Um, I think that what's cool right now is being yourself, which is great. I think that you know, there was a time when the perfectly curated Instagram grids were what's hot and now people want the real and they want the raw. And that's why I think, you know, TikTok and real and these quick little glimpses into people's lives, worlds and personalities is taking off in such a cool way. I think technology is really cool. I think, yeah. I love all those answers. I, I, I think, um, 
yeah, Gen Z. Gen Z is very cool. And yeah, it is interesting. Cool. They're very it is interesting cool. to see and what they're what they're up to. Like on when I've been like browsing through TikTok and stuff, it's mm-hmm. like such a different culture than what is on Instagram and Facebook. And I actually have been enjoying it because it almost feels like freeing. Like Facebook is just this thing that's been around. Like I've had this account since 2004. There's all these pictures of me on there that I don't even know how to get know, rid of it's now. So weird. And like I don't even I know can't even get the into on my Facebook. I yeah, like you can't even get in. And it just feels like baggage to me. Like Facebook feels like baggage. And then I got on TikTok and I was like, damn, I get to create a new username. Like when was the last time you created a new username for something? Literally. Like the last time you made like an Instagram handle, you know, like make a new username. It's like a new identity almost. And then I was scrolling through and I was like, oh man, I don't know who any of these people are. And I actually love that about it. I, I found myself being so much more intrigued by the fact that I, it was all new content. Anyway, I think Gen Z is very cool. And I also think TikTok is very cool. So great answer. Yeah, you've definitely been on a TikTok role. I mean, mm-hmm. not that yeah, we're you've seen, even you, on you it. Have, but... I feel like you've been a little ju- judgmental of my TikTok. Well, when I'm working and asking you for support and you're scrolling on, you know, I don't know, skateboarding. (laughs) Yeah, it's annoying. But we've hired a Gen Z, our new intern. Yeah. Is she a Gen Z? I believe so. Yeah, I believe she, because Gen Z starts at 26. So she definitely is. And (laughs) um, we're going to have her do our TikTok. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I am too. And we had ocean on here and I want to convince ocean. So if you're listening to this, this is me putting out into the world ocean, um, that we do a reels, TikToks, and the future of algorithmic platforms live free workshop, because I just do think it's really interesting. And just like Facebook and Instagram was important for business and community and growth. And just personal connection five years ago, like TikTok is that now. And so if you want to stay involved and understand what Gen Z is up to or sell your services to Gen Z, if you're not on TikTok, you're not serving that marketplace. So there's just a lot of angles, I think. And we have been that until what feels like yesterday. And now all of a sudden there's these people younger than us that have a lot to teach us. So it's cool. Cause I mm-hmm. feel like no offense to the baby boomers, but not like there's a new paradigm happening. And I feel like the answer lies within the younger generations. Yeah, I totally, I actually really feel that too, based on no, data or anything whatsoever. It's just, oh, yeah, no. yeah, just like a feeling, but I, I also really feel that too, about that generation. I just, there's something um, there. There's something there. Yeah. I kind of like them better than the millennials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, I think, I think we are coming up on, on time. Actually, I have no idea how long this is supposed to be. So um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up okay. and uh, say, thank you so much that's it. Wow. We're really abruptly just. Ending. Yeah. Well, how, how, how would you like to outro this? Well, usually I ask any additional rapid fire questions, like what are you reading right now? Or like, what's, who's your favorite follow on Instagram? Just like really quick rapid fire thing. Okay. Okay. I have some rapid fires. Do we have time for that? I, I don't know sure. what our time, yeah, time is. Time. Okay. Okay. We have time. Great. Um, 
one piece of advice to somebody just starting out in business? One piece of advice to somebody just starting out in business is Mm -hmm. look for the space or the intersection where what you really love meets what you're really good at and play in that space as much as you can. For me early on, it was yoga and spirituality mixed with the storytelling, the video editing, the marketing, the communications, really like yoga meets communications. Um, And here we are a decade later. Love it. Favorite movie? My favorite movie is um, Lost in Translation. Mm, Good one. Favorite song right now? Artist. My favorite art song right now is Olivia Rodrigo. Oh yeah, that is Driver's a good one. License. I mm-hmm. just she's talk about the future. She's Gen like, Z. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that song right now. I mean, it's super pop, but I'm so here for it. Um, I got. Uh, I'm out. That's it. Good job. That's all okay. I got. Yeah. So then I'm you out. can ask me if I have like a prayer or any. Thing for right. like my future customer, maybe listening right. or yeah. Is there anything that, well, I guess if you were, uh, we already sort of promoted list build, this would be the place where you would plug something. Um, you can ask me where people can reach me, but they already know. Cause it's they already podcast. know it's my podcast. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to, to leave us with? I mean, I talked about it on last week's solo episode, but I'm just still very much in that space of, um, rapid transformation and really like once I had this this realization that you really do create like you really do create your reality your thoughts really are things like this is real and I had this moment where it felt like there was this projector inside of my head and then all of a sudden those thoughts projected out and I opened my eyes and that was my life and whatever it takes to like jump into the control seat and whether it's something, you know, a pattern that's been coming up that you're like ready to be done with or a calling or idea or book or something that you've been wanting to say or post or share or read or write or create or launch or do It's like, you're the only thing, the only one in your way. You're the only thing like that can really affect anything else in your life. And so I just pray, especially for people that come across my desk or screen in a business sense that you can recognize what it is you're really here to do so you can get really good at that and then share it with and serve as many people as you can. Um, and that's really, you know, my biggest prayer. So, yeah. That's beautiful. Um, I just have to say, I'm so proud of everything you've created out of this company and, you know, you've just been the heart and soul of this thing and kept it going for five years now. Is it five years? Mm-hmm. 
five years almost we've been doing this that's pretty amazing um yeah, and i was just thinking today as we were you know i guess as of as if you're listening to this you know this build is now live um and i really feel that this program is kind of the culmination of what authentic audience like really you know it's reaching its fullest potential yeah. you know like what we thought of in 2017 and what we envisioned and what we imagined like that we could put into the world and the transformation that we imagined that we could create for people in this industry um i think is in this program and i'm i think it's just so great what you've created this community of people and yeah i'm just really proud of the transformation that you've made in yourself and your business and others for me for our dogs just everything so love you so much thanks babe i mean if i'm the heart and soul you're the brains <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it really does they take, are my strategies I they will are take your credit. strategies you know i'm just uh the mouthpiece really you know i have no ideas on my own no um we've been a great team and i do feel like we're stepping into a new season of marriage and business um helping each other supporting each other in new ways so it's fun. I'm feeling like in a really good place. And I just like hope, <laughs> you know, nothing. I like do this thing where I'm like, nobody move. I just want everything to stay, but it never does. So it never does. It never um, does. here's to the unknown and here's to continuing to create together. And for everyone listening, thank you for joining this random takeover by my dear husband. Who yes. I did not prepare as you can tell. You did great. Um, yeah, so and I think it actually went to a really cool place. So thanks for holding space. And if you are excited about list build and want to learn more, you can go to learn.authenticaudience.co slash activate or actually, can... actually that's incorrect. It's, it's just, <laughs> It's just authenticaudience.co slash activate or activate.christeritma.com. We got both of them. Yeah, very true. That was that was a very confusing call okay, to action. So, so just, just to be clear, call to action. authenticaudience.co slash activate. There you go. That's authenticaudience.co slash activate. Yeah. It's uh, um, all right. open well, enrollment till September 8th, but we will close it um, once we hit 50 people because I want to keep it small. And that's the largest yoga retreat I've ever been on. And I don't know if I can hold space for more than that. So we're going to cap it at 50 yep. and I can't wait. So I love you all. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited for next week's guest. We have Christina. Oh, um, great. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, and Bob coming up. Oh, so, Bob. Love yeah. Bob. Um, so anyway, thanks, babe. I love you so much. Love and, you too. And until next time, Keep growing.